Hey, what's up? What's up? This your boy Jack Thriller, man. Hey, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Jack Thriller on uh, 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 Facebook because I just got my Facebook back. You know what I'm saying? I'm going back inside my divorce. Uh, young Jack Thriller. Um, it's also Jack Thriller on uh, Twitter. And uh, yo, you tuned in right now to Candy Kisses with Michelle C. Hey, do I have something to mind? Y'all go to commercial. And don't kiss them hoes in the mouth unless you got to. It's the Jill of All Trades, Michelle C, a.k.a. DJ Make a Move. She cute. Your host of Candy Kisses TV everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy Kisses blown away. Candy Kisses TV for tomorrow today. Man, throw that on that bitch. That just sound like Teddy Pine. Act like you know. So you know what I do each and every time. I'm always bringing the dopest talents. But before we get started, you know what I got to do. You know I got to threaten you just a little bit. Subscribe now. I'm going to tell you, mama. Act like she didn't raise you right. You hear me? Okay. So let's get right on to it. I know you're looking to the left like, what this nigga got on? But oh. <laughs> yeah, I blank it. What I don't got on is the heat. I don't have the heat on. <laughs> I am bringing you... Someone that everybody should know by now if you don't know and you're not a comedy fan, if you're not an interview fan, if you ain't a fan of somebody that's doing a damn thing in the industry, you don't know this man. That's shame on you. But if you know something and you got, got your whole life together, you know who this man is. First of all, he's a comedian. He's an interview interview special. Matter of fact, I'm going to say interview connoisseur. He will ask you the questions that you would never think a nigga would ask. That's him. Mm-hmm, that's him. Also, been on the goddamn MTV stage on that wild and not in it, bitch. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, if you don't know, I am introducing Mr. Jack Thriller. Pew, 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 pew. What is up? What's going on, girl? How you doing? Good. Please let them know how to follow you. and Go ahead and get your social media drop right quick. Um, make sure you follow me at Jack Thriller, man, on Instagram and on Twitter and Young Jack Thriller on Facebook. I just won my Facebook back inside my divorce settlement. Oh, OK. So they, they stole that, too? Yeah, man. My, uh, my ex tried to take my uh, my, my Facebook from me. <laughs> Is that how they be? OK, I, I don't even I got so many questions, but we're going to get to the real questions first. <laughs> All right. So you have been doing this thing for quite some time like man i remember you from way way back in the day when you when you went jack thriller when you had the name honey bun <laughs> so that now you know that's gonna be my first question what why why honey bun um i when i was um cedric entertainer used to have this joke about uh this guy named delicious i ain't called it no delicious you remember that mm-hmm and I, I i thought that shit was just so funny i was always thought like 
like gay jokes or something about some that had something to do with you know just some gay some gay shit it was always hilarious to me for some reason. But I'm not. But, <laughs> but anyway, I I was uh I was thinking to myself like at 14 years old, if I ever became a comic, I need something like delicious that make people uncomfortable, but they won't forget it. You feel me? And so you know, back in uh back in the day, it was some shit on uh, uh in Atlanta called the chat line, right? I remember that. My brother used to get on the chat line and go meet hoes and shit, you know, all over uh, Atlanta. Man, we man, we go to Marietta, we go to, to the West End, Stockbridge on the Martyr, uh, uh, Underground Mall, just to get some pussy. Y'all was traveling for it. We was ridiculous. And mind you, I'm freshly dropped out of high school. So this was all it was to do. I was working at McDonald's on Wesley Chapel. And I get on and get on uh, on the chat line to go meet girls and shit, right? And mm -hmm. this back you can get catfish for real. Cause it wasn't no picture phone when you sending pictures to bitches. Exactly. Hey, you gotta you you have to mail a bitch. <laughs> Listen, why you bringing up old memories? Like I'll never I got catfish for the first time. Oh shit. Oh God! Like it was my um. Luckily, you know how you know skate town used to be bumping back in the day. That was our little thing, right? So, yeah. so one of my best like one of my best friends was a guy, and I was like, "Look, I'm supposed to be meeting this dude up here, and if the nigga is ugly, you got to act like you my dude, bro." Because I don't want to be like I don't want her to feel him, but I don't want to kick him the whole night. Man, that nigga, I got there. That nigga looked like a fat Usher Raymond. I was like, "Oh hell!" And I was like, "Hey, Rodney, come here. I need, to, I need yeah, you need, you got to be my man now because this gang the one." <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, 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 I never catfished people because I already knew I had one eye. So I got to send you a picture with my eye hanging out the socket, all that, to make sure this is going to be out, that it's going to work between us. is what you get. There you go. That's what I'm saying. You let them know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was catering to all the women that like niggas with one eye. And I said that shit off the rip because I don't want to be like a uh, fat Usher Raymond. <laughs> so you know how they I, I always uh what's his name Michelle, i no. always been into people that like me if you okay. didn't like me i don't like you and i don't care Man. i don't care I, and I, I i never tried to impress nobody or none of that shit and you could you could remember that you know with you seeing me come up you oh, know yeah. I, I was I, I wasn't I wasn't trying to be no people pleaser. I just did what felt good to me. But, oh, so anyway, uh, I was on the chat line, right? And, uh, and I was in one of the rooms, and then this gay dude came in and said, "Hey, my name Honey, my name my, my, my name Honey Bun. I hope your mama died by." And just left the room. Okay. And I bust out laughing, and he did that shit three more times in three different rooms, and I'm like, "That's it." Like, that's what I'm gonna go with. That's what I'm gonna go with. If I ever become a comic, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do. So three years later, not three years later, actually, um, I, I also used to call into the Ryan Cameron Morning Show in the morning, and I would do the gay character called Honey Bun, mm -hmm. and that was like his pretty much his debut. And um, uh, Ryan would invite me to the to the radio station to do the show with him. He was like, man, I thought you was a little gay dude. I said, No, nah, I was just have to start that shit with funny and shit and blah 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 blah. blah. I said, mm -hmm. I. Well, anyway, well, shit, come on and da, 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 da. you should do comedy. And mm -hmm. um, three years later, I had some job I was working at uh, called uh, uh, AmeriCorps. And they used to send us out to like schools to teach kids how to read and shit. Yeah. And one of the girls that I worked with on my team, she had uh, she worked at uh, Phillips Arena. And she uh, uh, the Kings of Comedy came. 
and I was a big Steve Harvey fan, big Bernie Mac fan, uh, big, all of the, um, uh, D.L. Hughley, all of them. I'm 17 years old. I begged her to go get me some front row tickets. I gave her the money, and I went to the concert. And guess who I see opening up for them? Ryan yeah. Cameron. Of course. Ryan always been the hookup man. I didn't know. And right. fucked my head up that this nigga was doing stand-up, and he was ripping a 20,000-seat show. And I was like, I could do that, too. And so that's where I decided to be a comedian from there and went to Chris Tucker Comedy Club and started going by Honey Bun on stage. Okay, so that's when it sparked up. Yeah, I've been, you know, I told you, I've been in the radio field for a minute. That's Ryan, the homie. He always been a complete fool. <laughs> yes, yes. And like I said, he he really he really changed my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, 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 really he that's one thing I can say. He do look out. Like I ain't I ain't know him like that like that, but the shit the little things that he did do for me, like let me come on his radio show, just letting me just see that yeah uh, that somebody like me that don't got no um background and um no 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 uh, high school diploma or any any college or any shit anything like that, those little opportunities sparked me, and you know what I'm saying let me know that, it's, that it was something out there for me in entertainment. Now, one thing I will say, I can tell you for from just you know just knowing your journey, your hustle game so damn strong, my nigga. Can't like they can't say they. I don't care who say something negative about you. They can't not. They can't say it to me. And I'm like, do you know where he came? Like, I don't even know all your story, but I know enough to know. I don't care what you talking about. He gonna get it how he get it. You know what I'm saying? Whatever he need to get, he gonna get it. Okay. One hundred percent, super accurate. So let me ask you, um. Well, I was going to ask you about the entertainment thing, but you already done laid that out. What was your first, like, your very first set? Like, what was your first time on stage like? Were you nervous? Were you like... Nah, it's Chris Tucker Comedy Club. And okay. I, 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 hold on. You know what's so wild? What? <laughs> the first the, the first person I ever opened up for was Steve Brown and the Keys. And you met Oh, me. wow! <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes, and I used to see the niggas on on while I'm now on um comic view all the fucking time. Yeah, yo, this shit, this shit. So I know Steve that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, uh, he really he really inspired me, and um, you know, he was always real cool. We we we've been we right now we cooler than we ever been. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, like you just have to go out and go do the work because you don't know who gonna stay in this shit and who ain't gonna who just been fucking around and just doing it to be doing it. You feel right? Yeah. So um, that that's great. That's crazy that you you uh we, we met at his shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't scared. I like I was cool with with bombing and all that stuff. I was always fearless. You was cool with it. How you cool with bombing? Uh, I just wanted to be seen. I just want to be heard. I just uh, wanted to wanted to figure shit out, and I knew that it, it, um, I've seen enough like come up stories on television that yeah. know that I wasn't gonna be the shit right off. But I always knew it uh, that the, at the end of the day, I will be. Mm. I knew okay. I was at the beginning, so you know, doing bad on stage it, it didn't really bother me. You, does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does, but I, I want to. I want you to bottle up that confidence and pass it around, my nigga. Because that's like that. That stage is not no. 
Like I did my first little, I've, I've done a couple of sets, but I'm like, I'm just dip, dipping my toes on getting on the stage mm-hmm. and I'm good when I'm in control of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, I made a business owner for 17 years. So when I can control everything, I'm good. But when you on stage and you don't know if it's going to go left, right or whatever, it's just like, all right, am I going to be able to control this or am I going to have to swing on somebody after I get off stage? What am I going to do? Well, I ain't never been in control. <laughs> I've, I've always been in hostile environments. You okay. Know, from the beginning of, of school and, um, you know, uh, just in life, you know, I've, I've always just been ready for whatever because that's how I got it. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> being on stage, it was just a walk in the park. Nobody ever was nice to me. Nobody ever respected me. Nobody uh, uh, was uh, did me any favors and stuff. So used to rejection when you when you do uh, figure certain when you do get like some appreciation, it makes you a certain type of way, and you're like, okay, I see what they like, all right, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna do this for me, and it it, it, it puts you in a, a place where you don't be living for the, the cheers because you know if you live for the cheers, you'll die by the booze. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So you you gotta you you really have to love yourself and do it. Find something deeper for 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 you. Don't I don't perform for the people. I do that shit for me. That's right. It's That's the thing that I, like, that I decided that I was gonna do with my life. I'm like, you know what? You know, one thing I hate when I hear people say, you know, before I die, I want to do this. I want my bucket list. I'm doing. I'm just like, you know what? Whenever God call me home, I want to make sure my list is. Em- I want to be. Mm-hmm. I want to be empty. Anything I thought I want to do, I'm gonna try it. If I succeed, great. If I don't, oh well, I tried it. <laughs> you know. One hundred percent, man. You do not want to be on your deathbed saying you played it too safe because you can't try life. Man, you can't. That's it. <laughs> now let me ask you: when you when you started, like like you said, you wasn't afraid of the stage, but did you even think of the concept of like writing jokes, or you just went up there and freestyled, or what you did? Yeah, freestyle, and though I, I ain't learned how to the uh, how that shit really go until I met Lil Duval, and okay. back when he was rolling pile, and I was twenty years old, and he was like, he was like, hey man, you know what? You funny, you you funny. You one of the funniest niggas I've I know or have seen, but you just do the shit off stage. You 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 don't you, you everything that you do off stage is the shit that you're supposed to be doing on stage and and that's talking about your eye and all of other stuff. I even talk about my eye when I will be on stage. And, mm-hmm. and so it was the elephant in the room. And when I realized I was supposed to be talking about me instead of doing my best comic view or impression of what I thought they were doing. Right. And, then that's when things had changed for me. So he really uh, changed the course of how I saw being a comic. Now, you know, what's funny is the world is so small. Cause I remember when he was going by Rolling Powell too. And the irony of it is my, um, my cousin is um, Erica Duchess and now she on tour with him. So this, I'm, when I tell you this world so small. Uh, you want to, you want to see it get smaller? What? You ready? Okay. Uh, Erica Duchess is about to go on tour with me. And now. Look at this. Look at yeah, this. I just found out last night. <laughs> right after I sit and met you. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, y'all need like somebody to warm, warm up the stage. <laughs> yeah. More and warm up the car because the winter coming. I got a hot seven. What what what, what can we do with it? <laughs> <laughs> well, we gonna have to figure it out. Okay, okay. Uh, listen, well, actually, I'm naturally a writer, but like I said, I'm new to this, so like I don't want to. I want to be a pop star. I want to be a rock star. I want to be in the studio. You know, I I want to. <laughs> You heard my name was the Jill of all trades. Don't ever get it twisted. Come on now. 
I hear you. I hear you. But no, literally, my, my, my passion for real has always been like writing and, and artsy stuff, but writing has always been my passion. And then, so like writing stuff is my thing, but like you said, you got to figure out what's going to work on a stage because just because you write something dope don't mean it's going to translate. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm, I'm still dibbling, dabbling. Matter of fact, got an open mic this Monday. If you in town, pull up. So, <laughs> <laughs> we are moving on. So, how did you hook up with uh, Mr. 50 Cent? Uh, man, I had been Lil Duval sidekick, uh, opening act, uh, security, personal assistant for 10 years. Okay. And I, I, uh, 2009, I just was in nowheresville, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially. And I just uh, had had enough of Atlanta. And I was um, sitting on the couch with my uncle one day. Mm-hmm. And we was watching uh, Tavis Smiley. It was 50 Cent being interviewed by Tavis Smiley. He said he was looking for uh, comedians, directors, and uh, writers and stuff. And um, my uncle was like, man, you need to move up to New York and go find 50 Cent. I was like, what? Uh, I need to do what? Because right. <laughs> it's so far-fetched and whatnot. And mind you, this is a, this guy is a mega mogul then. Mm-hmm. On the rise. Like, everything that's happening with him right now is not surprising. Exactly, because he's been growing um, I, 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 my, uh, my uncle, he was like, man, wh- wh- what you got to do down here? And I was like, you're right. But I, I had this particular time, I had never been to New York before. So conveniently, my homeboy, Gabriel Hart, his name, he goes by video God Now he's one of the biggest music video directors in the world. Okay. Um, he actually did Lil Duval first DVD called that boy funny. We, we, um, wrote the skits and all that shit back in 2003. And, you know, he started doing music videos and blah, 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 blah. And so anyway, he he calls me after I'm having this conversation with my uncle. He said, hey, we finna go um, to New York and we're fixing to uh, shoot Fat Joe video and we're finna do another video for the locks. Okay. Mind you, I don't know these niggas yet. Right. (laughs) I never been to New York yet. Okay. So uh, uh, I had to do some of the driving and shit. We we went to New York and we shot these, uh, these, um, music videos and i had uh uh remember that you know uh, uh the age-old thing if you can make it in new york you can make it anywhere mm-hmm. and i called rob stapleton because i wanted to see if i was funny in uh new york so i called my boy rob stapleton because when he come to atlanta i drove him around and shit, took him to shows and all the other stuff blah blah, blah. <laughs> and i was like hey bro you you got any places i can goddamn that spot tonight and stuff so he told me about mochas on um in harlem uh, hosted by Smokey. Then he said he got a show that he can get me booked for uh, opening up for uh, uh, featuring for Capone. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is in 2009, March. Right. Uh, um, at the dugout in the Yankee Stadium. Damn. Hold on. How you go from not knowing nobody to God just saying, hey, I'm going to put you here, 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 and here? Manifesting it. Believing it. Taking taking no from uh, uh, no for an answer from myself. Mm. For myself, because if you look around, Michelle, see this. If you do this shit right here, mm-hmm. you got everything that you need and everything that you want. You just not using all of your your resources and tapping into your greatness. Mm. You already got everything you need to take your shit to another level. Does that make sense? No, it makes plenty sense. Let me find out you a pastor in these streets. Yeah, hey, gospel sex symbol, baby. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I, I I go do these shows. I rip them. 
and I meet a girl uh, after the Capone show and um, in, in the Harlem, and she take me back home, give me some pussy and all this other shit. And I was like, hey, man, I'm supposed to be here. And so well, I- how, my, we, how we start from talking about God? Now you talking about how you got <laughs> Gospel sex symbol. Gospel sex symbol. Okay. Uh, and so I, I, uh, I, I uh, talked to my uncle that lives in um, Harlem and asked him, could I come up and stay with him, you know what I'm saying, like for six months and shit to see if I can, you know, maneuver around New York and make something happen. That's right. Uh, so he told me, he told me, yeah. So August 6th, well, hold on, before I'm about to skip over something very important. Okay. Um, I get home. Um, I'm, I'm back with uh, uh, Roland. We go to uh, Grand Hustle. And every every artist is in there. Boozy was there. Young Drew, all kind of motherfuckers was there and shit. And da da da. da. And it was uh, teasing um, Roland about having a homeboy, a best friend named Honeybun. <laughs> and it, it, have you seen that video? Yes. Yes. This this was the night when my name changed. Okay. Yeah, because I was already thinking about changing it and shit to Young Thriller. Right. Right. And, yeah, I was like, now nah, your name gonna be Jack Sparrow. You know, like from Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. Like, like that Jack, young Jack Thriller. Boom. There it is right there. Now I'm ready to leave. Okay. And, uh, um, I moved August 6, uh, 2009. I started doing viral videos with these two dudes that I had met up there that wanted to shoot them for free for me. All they wanted was credit. Because mm. they seen all the shit that I had did with Lil Duval. Because me and Lil Duval started all that, that YouTube uh, uh, comedy skit thing. We were us we everybody daddy mm-hmm. <laughs> real quick um then uh, uh one of the sites that picked it up was this is 50.com 50 cent mm-hmm. and got more skits and four months later 50 hits me world star hit me and vlad tv hit me wanted me to be personalities on their platform damn so i went with who 50 i know that's right yeah because that's what i moved there to do anyway let me tell you what's funny. One of, one of your, um, I, I think it was on This Is 50. Um, one of my favorite interviews you did was when you did Casey and JoJo. Nigga, you is a fool for that one. You acted a whole ass. And I was like, this nigga's stupid. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? People say that all the time. But I felt like, I was like, what, what, what part of the shit where I was goddamn making a fool? Well, it's, <laughs> okay, people like, when you look at Jodeci, and you look at like icons like that. You you ask the questions that like regular niggas like us would want to know, but most people don't. And so that's what made it like this nigga really didn't sense this nigga that like what? <laughs> I got it, I got it. And that's I- what makes you. That's what people like want to watch what you got going on because it's like we don't know what he finna say. <laughs> right, right, right. It's nothing running the mill. Never been. Right. So that man, that's what's dope about it. So let me ask you, what is the what is your ultimate goal in this entertainment industry? What like where do you see yourself less five five years from now? Um <laughs> I, I if it looked like anybody career that, that mirrors it, if uh it would be it would be Steve Harvey. Books, okay. television shows, radio shows, movies, that like that. Okay. Um I want to do this fantasy tour. This is my fantasy tour right here. Me, even the nigga always got to start off with himself. Of course. Me, Tank, and Jamie mm-hmm. Foxx. Oh, that's dope right there. That's what I want to do. Like, mm-hmm. some old panty dropping ass. That's funny, too, though. Huh? 
Hank is funny too, though. Like he can even do some comedy. Now you see why he's there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that yeah, that works. Now you know who. I, now I don't know if you should know who he is. Are you familiar with Barry Brewer? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, so Barry the homie, like I think you need to add Barry. That, that man, that whole thing will be music, comedy, and bruh. Wow. That would be because like I've been knowing Barry for a minute now, and when I saw him get on them keys, I said, "Oh, you you do this, do this." He was like, "Yeah, nigga." <laughs> That's that's kind of hot right there. Nigga, I'm telling you, that'll be a combo, and you need to go ahead and sprinkle me in there because I had suggested it. Because you got five, yeah, and you got that five to seven. <laughs> so you know, what I'm saying that hot ass. Got to do that. You know what I'm saying? That flaming lava. Listen, okay. If you stop it, when you pull up, you're gonna be like, "Oh, she won't lie. She won't lie." That is. That is. Now, now, okay. Now I know that you were on season. Five and eight of while now, and you just five, heard five, you... six, five, six, seven, and eight. Okay, and then you on the new one. Yeah, uh, sixteen and seventeen. The okay, one, so you know you got to spill the beans. How did all that come about? <laughs> Same thing. Okay. All right, so. I uh I used to make t-shirts for Corey Holcomb. He used to love my shirts, my honey bun shirts. I used to have glitter on the motherfuckers and shit. Okay. All this is back in early 2000s and stuff, right? And I used to drive Corey around too. Okay. Uh 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 so Corey, uh he was on Wildin' Out at the time. This was when Wildin' Out first came out. You did like, stuff, on there. You know, and so uh, Corey, he, I had been doing it for like two years. He he hit me up one day. He said, man, I want to do something special for you, man, and whatnot. But, man, because you, you don't never ask me for nothing. I didn't charge Corey anything. But I just wanted to be around him and soak up the knowledge and the energy and just all that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, one of the, the things about me, too, uh, Michelle, is that you, I, I, I um, was extremely cool and still am with paying dues. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Was want to earn my spot, you know, and um, he I asked him, I say, well, if you really want to do something for me, for man, I won't be on Wild and Out, man. You think you can get me on Wild and Out? He said, hey, man, I can get you an audition with Nick and whatnot. You just gotta uh, come fly to uh to uh, L.A. And I was like, damn, I ain't never been on no plane before. I'm 23 years old. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm 23 years old. I, I hit this girl up. I knew that had a buddy pass. She put me in first class on mm. Delta. And flew me to L.A. And mm. I uncle in L.A. Okay. I stayed with my uncle in L.A. I, I met Corey on the set. And, uh, 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 man, it was amazing. I, I Everything about this trip was just awesome and mind-blowing and inspiring. And uh, uh, um, I remember just watching... The, the watching the episodes that were being shot that day because I had seen all these big ass celebrities that I ain't never seen before in real life. Like right. fuck it. <laughs> hey, forgive me for this one. It was pretty Ricky. <laughs> okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey man, I'm too I'm too gangster for that. I'm too, too gangster to be saying this shit, but this was that. But I was yeah, gonna say cry with me. Yeah, they did that shit, them hoes was going crazy, man. Nick, yo, uh goddamn Swiss beats. Okay. Uh, Snoop Dogg. Um, I uh, I knew Lil John already because I'm from Atlanta. Right. But, uh, it was it was it was more motherfuckers was there too. I forget. But uh, anyway, Corey uh uh works me into one of the games, the family reunion game, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. 
And um, uh, uh, after the show was over, he brings me backstage and I had to talk to Nick because we were right in between shows. And mm -hmm. I said, yo, what's up, Nick? How you doing? Hey, hey I know I know LeJohn. Uh, LeJohn, tell, tell Nick that you that, that put, throw me on the show. And he said, hey, man, you here already? Yeah, I said, well, yeah, I am here. But tell the nigga to put me on this shit, nigga. Right. And he was like, bro, you here. Just all you got to do is just be here. You just got to be you gotta be there. Right, okay. <laughs> and it pissed me off because mm -hmm. I'm like, he'll listen to you. But I I didn't know what I know now because I'm in one of those positions where you know people think that I'm somebody and I can just tell Nick Cannon to fuck with somebody. Right, right, you right, right. And that's basically what LeJean was trying to tell me. He can't tell this nigga what to do on his fucking show. Just because he's seen yeah. some video shoots or at Uptown Comedy Club or right, five, right. five Nine in Atlanta. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you're so unrealistic when you're younger. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And, or when you, whatever your perception is on how the game should go. Mm-hmm. You don't know the protocol. You be like, you don't know the protocol. So you right. and dumb shit. And mind you, I done been on LeJun tour bus and all this other stuff. So I, I was so angry with him. Mm -hmm. and, uh, um, so Nick had, and then I got to get back. I said, fuck it. All right, so I got to do this myself. Yo, so Nick, uh, yeah, I won't be on the show, man. I'm really funny, blah, blah, blah. He said, hey, man, he go, Mike, if you can go out and make my audience laugh and shit, pretty much warming up the audience for the new, uh, in between while, before uh, while and out, the next episode started. We got an opportunity like right then. Right then. That was your audition. Yeah, the nigga gave me the mic. I was like, okay. okay. I, I went out there to, to did my, threw some haymakers. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, Nick said you're gonna be on the next season of Wild and Out. There was no next season of Wild and Out. Okay. Went off. This was season four, but okay. get six years later. Now I'm not Honey Buns anymore. Right. Um, it's 2012. I'm Jack Thriller. And he don't. I'm thinking that he uh, he probably don't remember who Jack Thriller is and shit. I heard on the radio he was bringing a uh, Wild and Out back. Um, and I'm standing in New York at the time. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm I am Jack Thriller now. Um, people know me. And I'm the dude with Fifty Cent. That with the eye. Bye bye. Heard Nick was gonna be performing at Gotham Comedy Club in New York. I went to go uh, to his show, and uh, he he's on stage performing. I'm sitting on the side, just waiting on this nigga to come off so I can ask him, can I be on Wild and Out? Right. And get off stage. And then it's this young, oh, this young guy. This young guy, he stops me. And he uh, he said, hey, what's going on, man? I, I'm a really big fan of yours. My name Chico and whatnot. Da, 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 da. I think you dope as fuck, man. Yo, high strength percent. And so, da, 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 da. I said, nigga, hey, okay. let no. me holler at you in a minute. I got to admit. He said, hey, but let me ask you this one question. I said, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. I right. had no intentions of coming back to this crazy young nigga. And I, I passed the nigga, go downstairs in the Nick dressing room. His bodyguard stops me and says, man, where the fuck you think you going? And I said, hey, I'm, I'm here. My name is Jack Thriller. I'm here with thisis50.com to interview Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon busts out the door. Jack Thriller, what's up, man? Nigga, yo, I watch all your shit. I'm thinking this, like, whoa, God, what's going on right now? Right, right, right. Yeah, because this nigga know me. Okay. But he doesn't know me from the, the, that shit that happened before, four years, four, five, six years ago. He forgot all about that, right? He forgot all about that. It's too much time. And he done met a lot of motherfuckers do sitting there, shot movies, all kind of shit. Right. Uh, uh, he was like, yeah, let's do the interview. So I took out my little little camera phony, camera phony thingy. And I had did uh, I did one of these right here. Mm -hmm. 
And I said, first question coming out, because I come out swinging. Mm-hmm. I said, I hear you bringing Wild and Out back. Now, his rumors also that you bring Wild and Out back. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I need to get you on there. Hey, that's what I've been trying to tell Come on. How do I get on Wild and Out, Nick? We uh we doing we doing a nationwide casting, but I think you you get to get in front of everybody because you are we already fam. You already done been through the process and all that. He said, I am, and you ain't even got an audition. You're gonna be on the next season, the fifth season. I like what? Yeah, that's how it happened. Listen, I'm gonna need some all that on me. Sprinkle a little bit of all that on me. <laughs> yeah, th- that's that's how it happened, and you can go see it on 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 uh, YouTube and like see this interview that I'm talking about. You see it. Okay. You you'll see my life changing in this direction. Uh, camera, and uh, <laughs> so fast forward. I'm on the set a while now. I, I, I'm working for the Distance 50 at the same time, too. So I had said that I'm going to interview all of the uh, cast members from Wild and Out. So Absolutely. I opened, uh, 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 Chico Bean. And he said, you don't remember me, do you? I said... Hey, don't tell me that was the Chico that you said. Nigga, get your ass out the way so I can go talk to Nick. That was him. Lord have mercy. Look at That him. was him. <laughs> but I, bet, I bet he was just like, yeah, nigga, that was me. You pushed my ass to the side. <laughs> You got to hear him tell the story. It once again is documented. I'll send you the video. (laughs) (laughs) He was so friendly then. Right, right. Man, I thought you was gonna say Chico being like, I don't know because I don't know if Chico from New York, but I don't know, but we'll see. No, he was on he he's from where he from, from uh I think he's from South Carolina or some shit like that. Okay. And uh he he was uh he had that grind and he won a chance to open up for Nick Cannon. So he oh, got it. opening up. He's a young up and coming comedian. Okay, okay. You don't nobody come out of nowhere. Right, right, you know, right. A little path grinding their ass off to get to where they are. And yo, well, if you'd have told me ten years later this nigga have to sign me to 85 South. <laughs> He was like, yeah, yeah, now, now, nigga. Now you, <laughs> now what? <laughs> the same nigga you pushed to the side. Humble pie. Listen, look, God don't make no mistakes. He said, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm going to lead you this way, but I'm going to have to make you suck around for that mistake that you made right there. Uh-huh. That's what you do. Look, I, look, I'm a living witness. I done made some mistakes in my life, so nigga, I know about that humbleness. Yeah. <laughs> so trust and believe. Yeah, so I always had these moments like this. I always been able to manifest exactly what I wanted to happen, and um, yeah, I get it popping. You feel me? If I wanted it, yeah. um, that that gap where you see me not on wilding out, that's mm-hmm. when I went into a deep depression, and I didn't want to do anything. Uh, I got I didn't got married and fell in love, got in bad relationships and shit, and trying to do my own thing. I was I was mad because I went on TV yet on doing movies and all that other shit, and I, I just had to shake a whole bunch of stuff off and. You know, um, uh, 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 get people away from me and get back to the origin. So that's, I moved back home uh, in um, February after I had a talk with uh, Carlos about uh, um, bringing me to the brand mm. uh, of 85 South and stuff. So, yeah, I have been back since February. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you to plug it. It sounds like you need to plug me to be a part of the brand. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Dude, I like that because you know what I'm saying you know how long I've been trying to get on 85 South show I know Carlos but that nigga don't know me like he know my face but he don't know me know me you know what I'm saying but when he see my face he be like I seen her around but I don't know where I know just kind of like you did me you know what I'm saying you was like I know you but I don't know why I know you but now you know me for real so now we know each other since <laughs> we here now I'm gonna need for you to go ahead and put me on put me on the list I, I don't mind being on the waiting list I'm I'm patient oh, 
you, you got a good weight game. Oh, nigga, listen. Nobody listen. can't wait like you. So strong. <laughs> now, I don't have uh, my weight game and my patience game is, is always excellent. It's A1 for something that I want. Oh, okay. If I don't want, I don't give a shit about it. But if Did. it's something I want, oh, I got the patience. <laughs> that's that's the difference. That's what look my mama told me at the time. You ain't got to pay. You ain't got to. Pay. Yes, I do for something that I desire. I don't mm. desire washing those dishes right now, so I don't <laughs> fucking give a shit about that. The one hundred percent. We are moving on now. If you had your ideal role in the movie, what kind of character would you play? Um, damn, and I know this shit too. Oh, oh, the one I want to play now. Okay. Um, is uh, I want to play um, uh, 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 Terry Flannery on, on BMF when he when he grows up and you know what I'm saying they they establish themselves. You no know what? <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> what? I love it, but it's hilarious at the same time. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Why okay. you shit my dream? I, ain't sh- I said I love it. I ain't shitting on you. I just said wonderful. It's I I I feel you. I you you got it. I, I think you can do it. Okay. Hop on the wig and then, and then you, you're in the game. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm back. <laughs> no, if, no, I think you would be excellent in it. If this, I, I, I didn't think that was going to come out your Nigga, you never know what's coming out your mouth. That's what, I didn't think that was going to come out your mouth, but I think that's great. Don't, don't do me like that. Don't do me. <laughs> Well, what would you? Well, I'm curious to know what you would. You know, the way you started off, I thought you was gonna say something real deep, like you know, I want to be. I, I don't know. You you sounded like you was gonna say some real deep shit, like yeah, and, and then and he it's gonna be a mastermind. And if it, so, when you said it, it threw me off. I didn't I didn't think that was gonna come. <laughs> so, is, is 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 this this role is good enough though, right? Oh no, that's a dope role. Absolutely. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have been, you, been deep for a minute, then you go back. So I'm just like, okay, where he's. I, I just, I don't know. I just felt like it was gonna be like deeper. Hold on, Terry Flannery, Andy, Southwest T and D. For me, with movies, I, like it depends on the type of person you are. For me, like I, I know me. If I do movies, I want to do something in the comedy field and something silly because I can't, I can't see myself being like in a drama role. Because I, nah, nigga, I'm a fool. So that's why when you said that, I was just like. Yeah, that's that's deep, but I'm thinking you're gonna say something like I don't know, like a Morgan Freeman type character or some shit. Like, you know, something like real in-depth. Well, this this I, I dream up front. Okay. And envision how to get to whatever's next. And what I know I could do this because you know that nigga got shot in the eye too. Well, okay. I ain't eye, but you know, we I can I got an eye like his. Okay. Um it's not far fetched. Yeah. Tiffany produces it. Um, Terry just just followed me on Instagram. Okay. Um, I'm 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 saying things like that, like this inside of interviews where you you uh, other people will see it and they're like, okay, then it becomes a thing. So now I say it in more interviews and start manifesting the same way I did other things. I, I ain't glad at it. Back to where you you were just saying about the comedy. I don't want to do no more uh, no comedy shit or, or shit. And if I did do comedy on um, um, movies and stuff, I want to be a serious character inside that comedy. Well, yeah, yeah but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm thinking. Like, not that that's not a serious role, but I was thinking like something like deeper. Just because, like you say, you done you done did the comedy shit already. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's your life. Yeah. 
I've done it to death. And um, you know, people know I'm funny. So right. now it's time to meet the channel. Like, if, if, for instance, I'm going to a movie, a movie premiere tonight. And okay. I'm detective inside this movie with uh, uh, Zaytoven. It's called Two, uh, Two Finesse. Um, and uh, uh, it's a, it's, my role is serious. Okay. It, it's the opening. I'm the first character you see when the shit open up. Dope. Okay. And, um, it's, I ain't never seen myself on on um at, with like more than two lines on the movie screen before, so I'm really excited about it. And I, oh, let me find out you got them IMDb credits. Come on. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. So this be like my first one too. This is one of the things too that made me um make a decision to move here because I it was this time last year when we shot it, and what okay. at the time, like I said, I was like my life was kind of spinning out of control. I had lost my girl, lost my place, lost my job, all that shit. Now, one thing I do admire about you, because like you said, everybody went through some shit, but the fact that you're able to just get back up and be like, let's let's keep it moving. So what what gave you that push to say, I can't stay in this this dark place? What's, what made you get up? Because I know everybody want me to lose and I, I'm not going to give them the satisfaction. Mm. So I have to I, I have to win for me and I have to finish this on out and, you know, just dispel all the the the, um, the, the gossip and the, the hearsay of, of uh, people that said I was dead. And, and when was, if I wasn't over here with 50 no more, then I wasn't going to be able to come back. Or if I if I didn't have um, uh, um, uh, 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 if I, I if I didn't have this show or if I if I didn't have this affiliation with this, then I was dead. But what they did, they didn't check my post. Mm. I, it ain't over until I say it's over. And when, so I, I just, um, it was just my will to survive. I, 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 I got, I got to finish this off. Mm. I, I have to finish it off by any means necessary, man. I have to, I, I know I'm supposed to win and win big too. Mm. And, so, you know, that's what drives me. That's what drives me. I don't you, have children. Um, I'm not really family orientated like mm-hmm. that. You know, I'm I'm a hardcore loner. But one thing that I do have in this is kind of the closest family to me is my dream. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. No, I hope- Nick, I think we twins. Cause like for real, for real, I why you why you not you ain't got no kids? Why you ain't getting married? Why? First of all, I I got so many dreams that I I ain't trying to be funny, but I feel like. If I get with somebody right now, I'm too selfish to pour into them mm. because I'm really trying to pour into me and not, and I can't, not saying that I'm not willing to pour into somebody, but let me finish me before I could got to ask somebody else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a lot, I, exactly. that takes a lot of work. Kids, yeah. of, fuck them kids. Nigga, no, uh-uh. <laughs> like, I'd rather just, mm-mm, I'm good. 100%. You're well said. Because, yeah. Because one thing I, I hate that I've seen over and over again people missing out on their dreams because they're waiting on, oh, I, I can't do it because I got to do this. Or I can't do it because nigga, if you just worry about yourself, be be selfish just a little bit, you will get further. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and selfish, not in a bad way, but selfish meaning like self-preservation. Make sure your mental and your health and everything is right, and then you can focus on everybody else's shit. Mm-hmm. So. You can't help nobody until you can help yourself. That part. Mm-hmm. Now, you know I got to ask you. Anything. <laughs> Favorite rapper and singer, and why? Uh, uh, my favorite, my favorite singer is uh Michael Jackson, and, okay. and ever since I was uh five years old, I just this just the, the escapism, the 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 um uh, the, the 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 
the boundary breaking the 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 um he's just so far out there he don't look like nobody he don't talk like nobody he don't act like nobody he don't think like nobody he's just it just was out of this world type of uh talent man and he just really just always gave me this feeling that um that was warm and um that was exciting and inspiring and you know i remember being in in a uh, in uh, um preschool or on kindergarten and watching moonwalker and the way that shit made me feel as a little boy and i wanted that i wanted that and i saw that for myself when i say that i'm talking about to be this entertainer so i could make people feel the way he was making me feel so is that where the thriller came what's your name 100 percent. okay and 100 percent. so was that your favorite song or what's your your all-time favorite michael jackson song uh, my all-time favorite Michael Jackson song is um. I bet I it's, it's crazy because it's so many, um. But if I have to narrow it down, um, off the wall. Okay, that's it because I, I that that's like the the soundtrack of my life. Mm. Leave that nine to five up on the shelf and just enjoy yourself. Life ain't so bad at all when you're living off the wall. Now you know I, he got a million bangers. Yeah, but I don't like like I'm a lyric person, mm-hmm. and one of the songs that I love just lyrics wise is "Man in the Mirror." Oh yeah, that was, and then when he like he flipped the collar on his winter favorite winter collar, I was like, "Come on, no paint the visual, let's go." <laughs> Come on, right so there, my favorite, right there. Mm-hmm. So you ain't tell me about your rapper. Who your favorite rapper? The, my favorite rapper is gonna have to be. Oh, it's got to be uh, 50 Cent. Okay. It's got to be 50 Cent because he changed my life. Hello. Uh, when uh, he came out, it was, uh, um, I, <laughs> I was in really, really, really great shape. I was cock diesel. And then too, I, I don't know if you remember this, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, I used to call, uh, I used to, to, to myself when 50 came out, call myself the 50 Cent of comedy. This back, oh. yeah, yeah, that's the way I thought thought of myself. Okay, and I would, I, I even got pictures mm-hmm. of me with the bulletproof, like a little fake bulletproof vest on, and hey. the, like, um, the wave cap tied up in the back with the hat on, and all that shit. Yeah, that's how I used to go out on stage. Yeah, I showed that. Well, you know, I just I give you an idea you could do. You could do like a photo shoot where you got a honey bun in it. Then the next picture is with with the with the. Uh, 50 cent joint that you just said the uh, bulletproof and then the last one will be a thriller jacket and then I, they say started from the bottom now we're here nigga come on now i like it you see what i did you see I, what i did I saw what you did i saw what you just did yeah so it had to be him mm-hmm. okay being able to, to work around him and stuff and whatnot and see this his um his drive his motivation his ambition and whatnot and all the life lessons that he's given me and advice yeah, yeah. It's priceless so i ain't, I ain't got no choice now, what's your favorite 50 song? My favorite 50 song, um, uh, uh, it could have been you. Okay. Now, yeah. I don't know. This, the one that I like is, it's 50 and yeah, yo, I think. It's both of them. Shit, I know what you, uh, Shawty so seductive dancing on me. What, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, yo, right? Yeah. Okay, that's, that's the one for me. Mm. <laughs> that's hot. 
So now during the quarantine, everybody was going through they they struggles. What did you? What was a valuable thing you learned during the uh, quarantine time? I learned that I could sell anything. Mm. Yeah, I uh, matter of fact, uh, before I, before the quarantine, before that that shit, I was on tour with Martin Lawrence, and Look I stayed. Yeah, I ain't been on stage in goddamn maybe about like a year and a half. I was goddamn bouncing around, homeless and shit. Da 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 da, and I had just got a new manager, my, my manager Norm, and uh, he managed me Music Soul Child too. Music Soul Child hooked me up with him, and um, he had got me an agent and shit. And uh, he was telling me like, "Hey man, um, you could be on this Martin Lawrence tour and whatnot." And I was like, "Man, fuck out of here!" And, and nigga, had, uh, he, he um, talked to the agency about me possibly being on the tour with them or uh, with Martin, and it was like, "Does Jack really have any um, stand up?" Because we know him to be funny in interviews and stuff, but we never seen him do stand-up. Right. Uh, so I had this one video that Sway from Sway uh, in the Morning made me do on the Sway show because, you know, he had heard that I was homeless and I was doing bad, right? And mind you, my homeless ain't the homeless. We <laughs> no shelter type of homeless. <laughs> I stay luxurious uh, uh, guest rooms. Yes. This is not my home. Okay. But yeah, I'm staying with friends. Yeah, I've stayed at a lot of great guest rooms. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, um, Sway told me to come to the, the the comedy show that he be doing in the morning once a month at Caroline's on Broadway. And he okay. gave me uh, $5,000 and mm. told me to get it together and I ain't have to pay him back. Just go get my shit together. I was like, all right, cool. So I tried to walk out the door. He said, hey, where you going? I said, shit, I'm going to go get my life together. <laughs> And he, said, he said, "No, nigga, not before you uh, you you gotta go get you gotta go get on stage, right, right, right. Get on stage, right." And, and he was like, "I said, I said, I ain't really feeling that shit right now." He said, "Well, get my goddamn money back." I said, well, I gotta go. You gotta feel the shit immediately. Yeah, right, right. And so as soon as he uh, asked me for that money back, I'm like, all right, man, what, what, what place I gotta go? He said, right. first. Okay, let's go." <laughs> I went up. And I, I talked about my being um, married and getting divorced and all, all these things that was going on the side of my life that was really tragic. It was uh, hilarious to the audience. Therapy. Yeah. It was there. And I just scared the shit out of me because I ain't never talked about the shit. But I was venting and it was ripping. And they were recording it. That was the only stand up that I had online. And uh, uh, Martin seen that shit and put me on the tour and gave me 10 grand a show. Nigga, shut your mouth. Yep, for 10 minutes. Shit. 20,000 seats. This is my first time performing in front of 20,000 people. Mind you, I had always been my dream to do this since I seen Ryan Cameron open up for uh, the Kings of Comedy. You was finna say, no, I don't want to go up. And I was fixing to say, no, I don't want to go up. Like, as you can see in a lot of these stories, and I'm telling you, it's a, it's a God has so much favor over my life. First of all, God is telling you, let me do this, and you sit down. That's what yeah, you think. Get the fuck. Every out. time you say no, he say, get your ass up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every time. Every Man. time. Okay, well, we are moving on. What are some words of wisdom you would give any upcoming entrepreneur or entertainer? Man, um, keep going. Consistency is the name of the game. Um, be true to thine self. Uh, um, keep negative people away from you. Stay away from uh, sad motherfuckers and shit and miserable people and whatnot, even if they're in your family, if it's your mama and dad. Hey, man, you only got life to live. Go uh, push it to the limit. That's it. 
Now, you know, I got to ask you this too, because I always ask people this because I, it, for me, it shapes the person, in my opinion. Boxers. Is, huh? Boxers. You know what? I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Name one entrepreneur that you admire. Uh, 50 Cent. Okay. And so what, what is what I mean, other just his his worth ethic or all that. And he, he has this thing where you ask him, hey, so but how do you how you gonna go about feeding a billion people in Africa, 50? I'm gonna do it. It ain't no answer to tell you or steps to tell you how to do it. Said we're gonna take the how out and go do it. It's called walk by faith. That's what sound like to me. <laughs> yeah, hear me. All right, well, we are getting ready to move on to the fun section of the podcast. So we're going with our first thing, which is kiss our dicks. These are just celebrity crushes. Um, so you're going to name who you're kissing, who you dissing. I'm going to throw the names out there. And you just decide who you kissing, who you dissing. You ready? Janet Jackson or Vivica Fox? Who you kissing, who you dissing? I'm kissing Fox. You can't. You got big one. I got a big one. I'm, I'm kissing, kiss, I'm kissing um, Vivica Fox, and I'm dissing Janet Jackson. Okay. You, you want to know why? Because <laughs> I probably can really kiss Vivica Fox. Okay, all yeah. right. Yeah, she follows me, so yeah. <laughs> okay, now. That can happen. This is true. I've, I've actually, I actually put, I gave her some lip gloss, my lip gloss brand, and they able to do her makeup a little bit. Hey, that means you kissed her. No, I ain't do that. No, that, that's not what I do. Oh, you don't like girls? No. Mm-mm. Strictly oh. Disney. That's all. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. <laughs> I know we're in Atlanta, but no, that's not. That's not. I don't play for that team. But all right, we're moving on. Issa Rae or Regina King? Who you kissing? Who you dissing? I'm uh, kissing Regina King and dissing. Okay. Issa Rae is just a little too nerdy for me. Really? Yeah. Hey, you know, I, oh, you know, it's funny too. Oh, uh, <laughs> I heard Issa Rae said I dissed her before, and I don't ever remember meeting her. And it, well, you didn't diss her twice just now, so I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so now she has uh, recorded evidence that you did, but you know, <laughs> we ain't gonna go there. It's amazing to me. I'm like, damn, what the fuck did I say to this lady? I, well, I, and I don't ever remember meeting her. You didn't remember meeting Chico either, and he told your ass that. <laughs> You see the pattern here? I mean, I'm focused. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. She, Last but not least, you just you just taught me some shit about myself. <laughs> I don't do nothing else. I pay attention. <laughs> so last one: Damn. Roseanne Barr or Rosie O'Donnell? Who you kissing? Who you dissing? I'm uh, kissing uh, Rosie O'Donnell and uh. Uh, a dissing or Roseanne Barr. Uh-huh. I've, I've always been in the studs. You know what? What, 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 what? Why are you into studs? I just like, take themselves and whatnot, and they're so assertive. <laughs> we are moving on to DAQs that stand for dumbass questions. Just random fun questions I want answers to. If you could be a superhero, what would your superhero name be, and what would be your superpower? Hmm, Jack Thriller, and it was my I have the power to see through the bullshit. Okay, 
shit now. That sounds like a cartoon ready to be made. <laughs> All right. If you could slap somebody in your past with no consequences, who would it be and why? It was this little Chinese boy uh, in uh, Redan. He smacked me inside uh, uh, um, one of our uh, special ed classes and whatnot. And just before I could jump on, on top of this nigga, I got pulled up off of the nigga. And, and, and it, it haunts me to this day. Wait a minute. Did you say in one of y'all special ed classes? Yeah. So you had to do special ed? Yeah, I was in special ed the whole time I was in school. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, hey, you learn something new every day. Well, you know, when you got something wrong with, like, like with something wrong with my eye, people automatically, they, they put you to the side because it's a distraction for the other kids and stuff. So you don't necessarily, you don't necessarily have to be slow or dumb or anything. If you just become a distraction, they just put you off. They, they put you, uh, put you away. But what your eye got to do with your brain? That don't mean you don't, I, I don't. Well, the other kids always was picking with me. And I was one of those kids that like, if you wanted smoke, you can get it. Exactly. So yeah, what's the problem? Roast them back. They, they didn't, they, the, the, the teachers didn't see it that way. They didn't feel like dealing with all that. So you mean to tell me you sitting here and the nigga next to you slobbing on you, but you got to sit in there because of your eye. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nah, bruh. I'd have been reporting that. that that's what happened. This nigga licking the wall, but I got to be in the, Fuck. Nah, see. Mm -mm. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> that can't. Mm -mm. But you, you either, once again, you like we said last night, you either hoe up or blow up. Hey, there it is. <laughs> now, what would be the worst name? Oh, you know what? If we speak in the eyes, hell, what would be the worst name you would give an optical business? Um. Uh. Uh. Walk by faith, not by sight. I'm done with you. I'm done. <laughs> hold on. I love that, but let me tell you what's funny. Okay, so we got, I got a um, what's the thing called a massage therapist. My mom has a friend that has a, um, a massage therapist business. So anytime I get a massage, she was like, "Yeah, go to him, support his he's a black business or whatever, right?" So I'm like, "All right, cool." Now he's blind, which don't matter. Like you can still do, do what you got to do. So he decided to open another business. He's blind and his other um, person is um, all the people that work with him in, in his little business are blind. And so I said, well, mom, like, well, I mean, that's cool. I said, but he's opening the business with all blind people. Go, who going to count the money? Like, I'm, like, you still need somebody excited to see what's going on. And so she was like, yeah, he's going to do it. And I said, what are he going to name it? Three blind mice? And she told me to, to go to hell. But uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, but. Let me tell you what he did do. What he do? He up with it. He named it Inner Visions. I said, okay, I like what he did there. Mm. Said, okay, that's that, and that's how you do it. You walk by faith, not by sight, baby. Get yeah, on in there. Hey, Michelle, you gotta yeah. play and you dealt. <laughs> you let the chip, chips fall where they may, and be that's cool true. with. It. That's true. Yeah, play that hand all the way on out. Why not? Everybody don't, else gonna do it. Don't fold. So we moving on. If animals could talk, which animal do you think would be the rudest? Uh, I think that kangaroos, they look like they real um, arrogant. <laughs> and in real life and shit. They, they look very, very arrogant. They, they're such uniquely beautiful animals that, to me. 
and but it look like they 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 be stuck up and have a little bad attitude like a bad bitch. And they will whoop your ass. And they'll whoop your ass. Yeah, they will. <laughs> now we talked about it earlier, but you might change it. If your life had a theme song, what would it be? Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Tony and take a look. It's, it's in a book. book. Reading Rainbow. Oh, I love it. Hey, hey, that's actually my ringtone on my phone. Yeah, it is. You, so you, you might as well finish and now you got to go ahead and hit the hook. Come on now. I can't do anything. Come on. Place to go. Friends to do. Reading rainbow, reading rainbow, reading rainbow, reading rainbow. Now I ain't gonna lie, you know, back in the day we had the best theme songs. You ain't gonna can't yeah. get out with that because yeah, my theme song used to be lit. Yeah, I, I love this song. It just make me feel happy. Yeah, it do. It make you get feel like you can just do anything. Yeah, and you can read. <laughs> right. Now we are moving on to GMG. That stands for What Grinds Your Gangster. What is your pet peeve? Oh, I can't. I can't stand no a big and ass female. You know what I'm saying? Um, to tell something, just tell me about her bills and all of those shit, stupid ass shit. You, I, I don't even. I, that is a complete turn off for me. I walk right off from you. They be like, "Oh, Jack, I don't know how I'm gonna pay my bills." Yeah, all yeah, I don't know how you gonna do it either. I'm not. But you know why you play like now I know a lot of females do do that. I'm not one of them. I've always had my own little money, but I've noticed in Atlanta and you know people are like why you ain't dating nobody because it's like it, the roles have reversed. Men are asking women when you taking me out, nigga, what I look like, Brett? No, Mm-mm. and 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 be serious because at first you just be there all day, just be funny trying to you know just have a conversation and be looking dead serious like yes. Yeah, so and when you pick me, I'm like nigga, never like no, Mm-mm. that's not what I do. <laughs> But and that's why I'm single because I know. And th- now don't get it twisted. Now, I ain't gonna lie. If I'm dating someone, I don't mind. Like if, you know, he take me out. I take. I, I return the favor. I don't have the problem. But like, no, we need a commitment before my my for my money exchanges. Commitment needs to be there. Mm-hmm. I can. <laughs> do. All right, so we are moving on to offer that thing out. Now, offer that thing out is a fan favorite. Okay. And all you're doing. Is singing a song like so? You're singing one of your favorite songs, or it could be a rap song, it could be an R&B song, theme song, whatever you want to sing. But you have to sing it in your best opera voice. Butterfly in the sky, I can go twice as high. It's in a book, reading rainbow, reading rainbow, reading rainbow. Come on with the vibrato. You got to do the damn thing. <laughs> Look, I don't think y'all had no background and everything. I was like, come on now. Come on. <laughs> All right, last but not least, we are playing our game, Sing and Do. Now, Sing and Do is a family-friendly game. That you offers- love to sing. <laughs> yes. Are you- Come on now, I'm a DJ too, boo. Oh, yeah. So, Sing and Do, what you're doing, 
you are singing the melody of a song, but you can only use the word do. So we have different categories. We've got hip hop, R&B, greatest hits, pop billboard hits, country rock, singer do favorites, old school TV themes, and party and dance hits. So I'm going to sing a couple, and then you're going to guess what I'm singing, and then I'm going to let you do something. So I'm going to do R&B and hip hop, because that's my lane. Are you ready? Sure thing. Now, if you can do, if you can name the artist and the song, you don't. But for right now, just name the the, the song, and then if you got the artist, cool. Okay. All right, let's go. Um, hmm. do, 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 do. Do, 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 Jamie Foxx, uh, Gold Digger. There we go. All right. Now I'm gonna test test your ATL school uh, skills with this one. See if you know this. R and B. Um. Do 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 Black Valley. Yes, come on, nigga. You, that's what I'm talking about. Come on, let's go. Press. All right. <laughs> I was like, we see if he is he really ATL. Let's see. Okay, last one. I'm gonna do. Um. Do 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 do. Anita Baker. Uh, all I wanna do is spend my life with you. And, uh, you gotta say that part. That's the name of it. Then from beginning to end, 365 days a year. All I want, shit, shit. Damn, what's the, I can't, what's the Same name? old love. Game of love. Same old love. Same, Same old love. love. Okay. Cool. Uh, all right. All right, now it's your turn. I'm going to hold them up. When you when you pick the song you're going to do, let me know, and I'll put the card down. All right. do 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 I got one eye now. Come on now. This might not be good for me. I still can't see it. Tell me where I need to move. Up, down, left, right. Uh up. I still can't see it. Oh, here we go. Let me I'm be stretching it out. Okay. Okay, this is all right, cool. Nigga, I love this song too. I play this shit every day in the gym. Okay. All Oh, uh, 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 SWV. No. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, wait a minute. Do it again. Ah, that's funny. That's funny. You know what I thought it was, right? Yeah, I do. Rain, yeah. Rain, okay. yeah. It did sound like rain. I fucked that up. <laughs> all right, well, all right. Try it again. <laughs> I fucked that up. Yeah, that, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. You did say the gym. I don't know why you were playing rain in the gym, but okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, long story. You gotta doodle it. So they do doodle. The doom Oh, um, 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 uh, the, the dude with the fro, Childish Gambino. Yep. Uh, R- Red Bone. Yep. 
Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> I'm not good at this. So I, I'm, so, hey. I'm, I'm so happy you got that. <laughs> all right, Justin Timberlake. All right, tell me why I need to move. I was trying to, trying to, to focus. Uh, Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know this shit. <laughs> another one, be another one. Okay, let's try another one. The doom 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 uh, <laughs> I was like, that don't sound like no regular song. <laughs> that has been Singadoo. If anybody's interested, you can get it at singadoo.com. The pilot is dropping soon for Singadoo, the game show. So be on the lookout for that. And Jack Thriller, it has been a pleasure. Please let them know how to find you again. If you got some merch, if you got something that you're selling, if you want me to pull up on Wall and I'll just let me know. But go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I <laughs> um, it's at Jack Thriller on uh Twitter and Instagram and Young Jack Thriller on Facebook. Thank you for having me, Michelle. See, I had a really nice time. I'm embarrassed that and I had fun. Appreciate you. It will be dropping soon. Make sure you tune in every Monday, Thursday, every other Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are on Spotify, Google, all streaming platforms. Act like your mama done raised the right and go ahead and hit that subscribe button. See you next time. <laughs> Candid Kisses TV is brought to you by Kissable Lips Cosmetics. You can be kissed without kissable lips. Shop kissablelipscosmetics.com today for all your beauty needs. Guess what? Candid Kisses TV has merch. That's right. You can find it at artistperiod.com. We have everything you need. We have hoodies. We have coffee mugs. We even have throw pillows and beach towels for the summer. <laughs> get it right. Keep it tight. Listen, everything you need to get your drip right, artistperiod.com has it for you. That's A-R-T-I-S-T-P-E-R-I-O-D.com. Get your drip right with artistperiod.com and Candid Kisses TV. Make sure you get it today.